Hello everyone and welcome to episode 51 of the BrewDog News Podcast. This has been recorded on the 15th of December 2020. We're your source for all the latest news, views, thoughts and reviews from the ever-increasingly weird world of BrewDog. Coming up on this week's show, we catch up with uh, two months of BrewDog news. Uh, what's going on with the BrewDog deliveries and those gold punk cans? Uh, big news from Down Under with the launch of EFP Australia today. 15 stories and 15 minutes. And we've kind of got a new look for you as well. Joanne's here, Tamsin's here, Doug's here. That's all coming up. Here's a little bit of music and we'll get straight into it. Note, we are all shareholders in BrewDog PLC, but we do not work for or speak on behalf of BrewDog. You're listening to the BrewDog News Podcast. And a quick reminder that this podcast is only possible because of our awesome Patreons. And in return for their support, we get the podcast out to them at least 24 hours before everyone else. And you can become a Patreon from as little as £1 a month. A whole pound a month. Or one dollar. I'm not sure which you'd be better to sign up for. I think the exchange rate means probably the pound by about 100 quid at the moment. Anyway, uh, patreon.com forward slash brewdog news. Uh, Doug, Joanne, Tamsin, it is wonderful to see you all. Um, where do we even begin? Joanne, tell me something of any interest and excitement that's happening in your life right now. Um, I'm still building the beer school. Oh, Okay, uh, Tamsin, <laughs> something exciting. It's lockdown. Let's something exciting must be happening. Um, well, bars in uh, Glasgow are open again, briefly. Uh, yeah, bars are closing today. Thanks for bringing that up, <laughs> <laughs> Doug. Is anything interesting happening in America or with you? Um, wow, <laughs> I might wait. No, no, I got something. I might be able to announce a wedding date soon. Okay, whose? Yeah, about that. Mine? Ah, <gasps> uh, yeah. talk to me. Is it gonna be a brew dog themed wedding? Of oh course. my god, you should totally have a brew dog themed wedding. It'll Faces probably be brew at a brew dog. <laughs> <laughs> Um, right, let's get cracking straight into it. Uh, bars update. We have news on what is happening with various BrewDog bars. Uh, it's been two months since we recorded, so lots to tell you about. Let's start off with some bad news. First of all, we've lost another BrewDog bar permanently. Uh, Sao Paulo in Brazil, that's another victim of COVID-19. I don't suppose any of you three ever got a chance to visit. I know I didn't. I would have loved no. to have. No. Um, oh. There's a guy called Simon uh, who was always on the forum. He was such a champion for that bar as well. Um, such a shame. Um, there we go. Uh, and also, um, more pubs around have been put into hibernation. I think we maybe mentioned before, I know flagships in hibernation here in Aberdeen, uh, Hop and Anchor. I think there's a few around London have gone into hibernation as well because it's just not financially viable for them to open at the moment. Not all bad news, though, uh, because there have been some bar openings, conversely, at the same time. Um, <laughs> Headingley, which I um, mistakenly didn't understand was actually near Leeds, that opened right in the middle of the worst of the lockdown as well. What are you laughing at, Tamsin? No, I was just remembering that podcast. <laughs> yeah, the one where I couldn't remember where Headingley was. Thank you. How did that yeah. work? <laughs> um, yeah, so Headingley, that opened, um, and that's going pretty well, apparently, despite, like, I mean, imagine it opening right at the very worst of the pandemic as well. 
Um, so well done to the team there. And probably the biggest news uh, bars-wise recently is BrewDog Shanghai has opened. It's BrewDog's first bar in China. Uh, it looks absolutely awesome from all the pictures that I've seen. And uh, genuinely, I, I believe that was one of the most difficult bars to open because, you know, never mind the pandemic, it, it's, a, it, you know, and, and the international of it all. Uh, mind boggles that they actually managed to get this at that open so uh, congratulations for that and also just a quick update on uh, various other things that are on the go we know for definite now that if you live in Plymouth or Exeter your bars will be opening not long into the new year it won't be before Christmas because that's only like a week away uh, Manchester too that's underway Chelmsford Basingstoke uh, Paris Cleveland Bath or Bath depending on how you speak it Ealing, which is good news because my mum lives near Ealing, so I'll be visiting that one very shortly. Belfast, Huddersfield, Bradford, Lincoln, Mumbai, Weissbaden, hopefully I pronounced that right, Bangalore, Frankfurt, and of course, finally, Brewdog Antarctica. That one's opening soon. <laughs> nice. Still no bars oh. in Kent. No. <laughs> Still no bars in Kent. That's because Brewdog hate you, Joanne. But I I am glad to see sorry, I am glad to see that you said that on New Year's Eve that you will be opening your own brew dog bar in Yes. Um so the Brew Dog Elsham Outpost will be opening again. It was open specifically for Club Fest. It will be opening what its doors once more to me and my husband on Christmas Eve, and it will do it again on New Year's Eve. Awesome. Well is there a stamp? <laughs> this is really important. I'm gonna make know, one. Then. I'm going to make one. <laughs> and will it count towards my 40? I don't, I don't know if we recorded this podcast when um, Dog the new Dog Tap had opened, because uh, it was two months ago. Um, but I know a few folk who've been there, and I've seen all the photos, and it just looks absolutely stunning. Apparently, there's a 20-foot shark. There's a humongous yeah. fisher artwork and things like that. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'd be so glad once I can get up there to see that. Yeah. I'm, I'm not making yeah. any unnecessary journeys at the moment, so that, that won't be too long. Um, and, Doug, over in the USA, last couple of bits of bars news. Uh, USA punks, you will be delighted to know that James teased that they might have found a bar in Cleveland. He threw a picture out that showed watch this space and I did my internet sleuthing and uh, I think I know where that space is, but I have a, uh, a source in Cleveland who's digging into it for me. So oh, he's, he's got a man on the ground, <laughs> nothing official yet, but yeah, he teased the picture. Um, I put up a link about that location on the forum just to say, Hey, could this be it? Cause it certainly seems like it. But nothing oh, and, and here's the other one. Uh, the world's smallest alcohol-free bar opened. Uh, it's located outside of Brewdog in Franklinton. Well, that's oh. where it is now. It's a, I think it's a trailer, actually. Oh. I think it's on a trailer, and they move it around. Oh. Because oh. it's been at the dog tap. It's been at the hotel. Have yeah, you I mean, guys like tried Layer Cake AF? Because I'll tell you what, this be is causing... somewhere down here first to be able to do that. <laughs> okay, but this is causing a stir in my limited social circle up here. <laughs> um, yeah, because we can only drink AFAs um, in Brewdog at the moment, but they brought out layer cake and it is fantastic for an AF beer. I mean, I'll say that. It would be better with alcohol in it. But for an <laughs> AF beer, it is great. So try it if you can. I would like to try that if I can ever get my hands on it. Excellent. 
Right, well, that's your bars update. Okay, next up, we are going to talk about Brewdog deliveries. Um, Tamsin, you're going to tell us all about the Gold Punk Cans promotion. But before we do that, I just wanted to give a little shout out to former star of this show, and I mean star of this show, Emma DeSena. Um, she found herself in the unusual situation as customer service manager of Brewdog in having to deal with an absolute avalanche of issues with deliveries. Um, not just a few, probably in the region of hundreds of people posting photos and emailing them, telling them, hey, my delivery's arrived, things are missing, things are broken, things have fallen out of the box, it's not been packed properly. It was pretty bad. Uh, Emma went to uh, Nottingham along with uh, Tom Redding uh, from the website Fame website fame i don't know if he's famous i'm thinking i'm just making this stuff up uh, <laughs> he went along and uh, they sorted all that out uh, and i can confirm that um every delivery that i've seen in the last few days anyway and people posting has been wow what a difference everything's arriving so cracking work i imagine if you were in this warehouse it's a new warehouse facility and you were putting these beers out and emma de Senna turns up and she's not happy I mean, you're oh. going to be like, oh, look, I'm going to get this. I better get this one right. Yeah. Um, but there is, a, there is another delivery issue. But Tamsin, I teased it before. If you wouldn't mind, what, what is the gold punk things for those who have been living under a rock? I have to say, if you've got any kind of social presence online and you like beer, you must have seen an advert for these uh, gold punk cans. So what they're doing is they're randomly putting them in 12 packs of beer. There's 10 of them. And they're, uh, when you buy beer from, uh, sorry, when you buy punk from the online shop, you might get a gold can put in there. Though it's been established, they don't put the gold can in there. They put, I don't know, a saver or something saying you've won and then they ship it separately. So it's not like it's a lot heavier than a normal one. Yeah, it's like it's like um, a wrapper that goes around the, the wrapper. Yeah. yeah. James posted a picture of it up and it had in big letters on the bottom the email address to send it to say that you'd won. And everybody zoomed in and went, oh, oh, I know what to do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it what's, didn't work. What's pretty cool about, apart from like a solid gold can, which is worth £15,000, uh, you also get £10,000 of Brewdog shares and a VIP brewery tour. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. And I can say as of yesterday, hmm. there were four unclaimed. So it's still out there to be won. Excellent. I didn't win one. You know. No, I opened my twelve cans. Sorry, twenty-four cans that I got this week with bated breath. As you lot all pointed out to me in our group chat, well, even if you win, they're not going to let you claim because that'll just look <laughs> like a jinx. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Um, but yes, uh, and I don't know if many of you have seen though. There has been a real pushback against um, people saying that DPD, uh, which is the main courier that Brewdog are using, not always DPD, but mainly DPD, uh, that DPD drivers have been opening the boxes and opening the um, and having a look to see if there's a can in there. Um, a lot of people have claimed this, and I was fully expected when we interviewed James, which if you have a look in our podcast feed, you'll see that was the last uh, but one podcast we put out. I expected James to go, what a lot of nonsense. Um, you know, it's the, the tape on the boxes is new, or as we've seen many times in the past, that the glue sometimes on the punk boxes isn't sticking properly and does they do open. I've seen that. And instead of saying that, he actually said, yeah, we're taking legal advice on how to deal with that. Wow. Wow. Which was 
a big surprise. So maybe uh, we're not party to it, but certainly the rumour would seem that, yeah, that this could have actually been a thing. Um, on the some sort of scale, I feel like a little bit proud that Brewdog have got the word out so well that Brewdog delivery drivers, sorry, DPD delivery drivers, <laughs> who are some of the fittest people I know, and drive the fastest I know. I've got the time <laughs> mm-hmm. stopping to take the time to open up people's boxes in case there's some punk in there. But well, they got to bring punk with them too if they got to replace a can, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good point. Mm. But blimey, that's uh, that's quite a story. So um, I don't know if we'll find out anything more about that. But uh, yeah, there we go. You're listening to the Blue Dog News podcast. Okay, uh, next up. Doug, I believe you have some very exciting news uh, just announced today as we're recording this uh, about EFP, but certainly not USA or UK. Go for it. EFP Australia, the first one. So it's kind of exciting. Um, It's Australia only. So if you don't have an Australian address, uh, you can't join it. Um, Looks like it's run through something called OnMarket, which I think is probably going to be something like CrowdCube um, that some of the other places use in the UK. Uh, there are 56 days left. Right, be- right before we started, I checked. They've raised $75,000 already. Oh, wow. Um, That's in an afternoon. A, That's pretty impressive. They have a $300,000 minimum. Um, they're hoping for $10 million. Um, So we'll see how they get towards that. Uh, $100 to buy in. Um, and uh, they're looking at things like uh, putting a hotel in Brisbane um, or Brisbane. I'm sure I said that wrong. Um, Brisbane. Brisbane. Yeah, Brisbane. Yeah, so Brisbane. looking to put a hotel in and open up more bars, you know, the, the typical things, but you know, they're looking at renewables, looking at sustainability down there. Um, but yeah, this is just, it's not EFP Australia tomorrow. It's just EFP Australia. So yeah, it was pretty exciting, but I was surprised how short it is being 56 days, but. Well, we mm. we all know that we do tend to extend those sometimes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Really? Yeah. I, I you never noticed. heard that, Doug. No. No. We all knew that, no. Doug. You were the only one that didn't when it hurt. <laughs> <laughs> but when you're on your flight to Berlin, thanks thanks to winning the referrals, you can put your feet up and just say, yeah, it didn't really matter, did it? No. Um, interesting that it's not EFP tomorrow then, down there. Yeah, that's what I thought when I looked into it. Yeah, um, maybe that would be a little bit difficult to, to line up with, considering they'll be flying a lot of beer down to America or to Australia, I would have thought. <laughs> yep. um, I don't know. Maybe I it's that not. or maybe it's just that they, they can't do, claim any of the sustainability stuff on that uh, <laughs> yeah, it depends on in. No, 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 it was just a, all this idea of beer flying around the world. I would hope that they would make most of it in Australia because it would be terribly that would be a lot for a lot for them to offset to be carbon negative. Yeah, well, where I was going with that was I remember when um, America first opened. It was only like I think it was punk and one other was brewed there, and you know it was several months before they got up to speed to be able to start to even think about doing the full range. But they were already needed to get them out to to uh, customers, so they really had no choice but to do it. And I just. You know, it's still what is it? It's going to be six to eight weeks if they put it in a container. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Um, good, good luck to them. Um, I think it's it's hundred dollars, uh, and that'll be Australian dollars. I think, won't it, Doug? I would assume so. Yeah, it's yeah, Australian is, currency. According to Google, it's about fifty-six pounds. Um, that's which is matching up not too far off them with mm-hmm. the, what yep. we're doing in the UK. Yeah. So, um, more on that when we have it. But it only just came out today, so we will find out a little bit more.
Joe, uh, we are still going to stick with the tradition of playing a video um, or playing some audio just in the middle of the podcast. So um, that means we're going to stick with the tradition of you giving us a question, which we find ridiculously difficult to answer. <laughs> uh, and it. I'm worse, yeah. <laughs> right, so... Later on in this episode, we are going to be talking about Hocus Focus, uh-huh. which is a take on last year's hype beer, Hocus Pocus. Uh-huh. But does anybody know what number it appeared as in last year's Brewdog Advent Calendar? <laughs> oh, God. Right, video. We are officially the world's first carbon negative brewery and we remove twice as much carbon as we emit each year. And now we're on a mission to make our business even more sustainable and your investment will help us do just that. As well as helping build a greener future, investors in Equity for Punks tomorrow will also impart the world's leading independent beer brand. Our growth so far has broken all sorts of decades, and with that growth set to continue, this is your opportunity to get involved. Together, we can set a new benchmark in sustainability and show the world what it really looks like when a company and its community genuinely care about the planet. For better beer. For a better planet. Powered by the people. For us all. This is Equity for Punks tomorrow. Before the break, Joanne asked us a ridiculous question, which was, go for it, Joe. Which number did Hocus Pocus appear on in the 2019 BrewDog Advent Calendar? Well, that's tricky because it wasn't in the Advent Calendar that I got. Oh, in I the got, EFP Calendar I got the cheap then. one, whereas uh, yeah. Yeah. everybody <laughs> got the same one. Um, well, so I can just take a lucky guess. Oh, it's Hocus Pocus. It's going to be right up near the end. I'm going to guess... 21. Doug? 17. Time's in. I'm saying third because that's my birthday. All wrong. Dropping that in. All wrong. Go on, Joe. 23. Just before Christmas Eve. You you were right about the far end, though. Yeah. You were right about the far end. It was was a special beer. um, And we've got news on that coming up, as Joe mentioned. So let's get into it. You're listening to the Blue Dog News Podcast. Okay, here it is, 15 stories in 15 minutes, where we attempt to get 15 stories across in 15 minutes. Sometimes it's not 15 minutes. Most of the time, it's not even 15 stories. So who knows what's going to happen? Doug, kick us off. Hey, EFP tomorrow, UK. They've raised £10,685,933. 43 days left for its $15 million. And EFP tomorrow USA, they've raised two hundred twenty thousand dollars, aiming for two point five million with forty six days left. Uh, fantastic news! Um, I don't know the stats. I wish I uh, had checked this beforehand, but I am pretty sure that has got to be one of the fastest growing uh, EFP growths um, that there's been, which kind of makes sense with the twenty five pound entry point and the fact that it's, um, you know, so many people are now more familiar with brew dogs than they were. Um, I don't know, although if the impact of the fact that it's EFP tomorrow um, and the commitments from that are making a big yeah. difference. Tamsin, um, I'm, I'm just curious, has it crossed mm-hmm. your radar at all in your world? Have you? Has anybody gone to you? Um, I know you know about sustainability stuff. Is what BrewDog's doing, is this worth investing in? Has that come up at all for you? 
Well, I think people are more interested in what's happening in uh, Ellen with the uh, construction. So I think that's what people are talking about because that would be for their plans for the big anaerobic digesters. Um, That is big news, actually. Um, yeah, you're saying anaerobic digesters big news. Is that, so that's um, because you work in the the water industry. So um, mm. w- what's making that so interesting f- in your world? Is this not something that loads of businesses are doing? It's well, they do, but it's the scale. It's the ah. scale and the vo- yeah, the volumes and the throughput, and actually that someone's using it kind of really big commercial, rather than most of the time it's kind of yeah. Uh, water industry people okay cool uh, well we'll have loads more to say on that um but speaking of sustainability stuff tamsin um doggy bags yeah so bars are offering uh takeaway bags with sit-in meals uh so if you don't manage to finish your your meal you can take it home or give it to someone who needs it um I would just like to say i've been asking for doggy bags for years they weren't called doggy bags now they're nice i've I, I've always taken her stuff home. So it's always been available, but now it's an official thing, nice bag. Um I'm glad they're promoting this because food waste is terrible. So are you saying it was your idea? No, I have banged on about waste quite a lot in the last year. <laughs> well that's quite confusing because when I first shared james's tweet about doggy bags the first reaction i'm yeah. just reading here was that's my yeah. idea he put in the- <laughs> <laughs> no. well it, remember i cast your mind back to my first podcast and you said what is the one thing that you would do in brew dog and i said i would look at waste in bars and look everywhere so that yeah, is what i was referring to you should send him an invoice <laughs> <laughs> i think i've done well enough i'm uh <laughs> now that is a callback uh you listeners <laughs> yeah. will have no clue what that means that is a callback to someone <laughs> years ago very well done Doug. um yeah tamsin i think you've got another one for us have you i do it's the paw print app yes. so i'm not gonna tell yeah i'm not gonna tell you about this i'm going to refer you to a special podcast um which who, who we, did that uh, podcast I don't know. There was like some people and a, a blank screen, like an invisible person did it. Um, anyway, if you are interested in carbon footprints and the environment and or polar bears, you should definitely check out that podcast. Very much. Um, I shall put a link to that in the show notes. Um, but yeah, poor print app. Uh, very exciting. Um, and uh, I think the investment opportunity will have closed by the time this goes out. Uh, but I'm going to hopefully put a little couple of quid in that if I manage to make it in time. Um, Joanne, I've been listening to your podcast quite a lot. Yeah, um, thank you. It's uh, It does feel like I'm spending an awful lot of time with you at the moment. Because <laughs> uh, there's quite a lot of podcasts to catch up on because um, I've been lazy with them. But uh, one that you did very specifically was uh, related to, well, I'll let you tell people about it. Um, yes. So... There is an episode of my podcast that looks at this, but um, back uh, earlier in the year, Aldi put out a beer called Anti-Establishment IPA that looked remarkably like a beer we all know and love. Um, So lots of BrewDog fans pointed out that that looked an awful lot like punk. So James decided to weigh in and first created a beer called Yaldi IPA and then changed it to Aldi. 
IPA. See what he did there. Um, and remarkably, almost overnight, Aldi and Brewdog struck up a partnership and Aldi IPA could be bought in Aldi. Um, and, but they also pledged for every case of the beer that was bought, a new tree would be planted in the Brewdog forest. So, though it was a fun um, little experiment and little Twitter war for our guys. Um, it has worked out really well for the forest. So hopefully you guys, if you haven't got it already, see if Aldi's still got it. Um, it's quite tasty. And if you'd like to come out and check my podcast, we compare anti-establishment IPA, Aldi IPA, punk and double punk all against each other and tell you which one we think is the best. So come and have a listen. Yeah, and, and Tori does a, a great job of going into a lot of detail about how it all sort of came about as well. So, yeah, 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 better than I just did. <laughs> Def, de- definitely worth a listen to that anyway, um, especially if you like listening to people drinking beer that you can't drink while you're listening yeah. and walking the dog. There is yeah. a lot of that, yeah. I've got to yeah, say. Sorry. It's like I'm now opening this and I'm opening this one. <laughs> I was listening to one and it was like, oh, my God, she's opening another bit. I think yeah. it was you cut it with a time delay, but it just sounded like no, you were getting we don't. <laughs> no, we don't. We do drink one after the other. We just sample them though, and then we save. Them all right. Later. Yeah, I've only got little glasses. If you watch the video, because it's on, it's on YouTube and on all the big podcasts. All right, channels. enough with the podcast. a woman's <laughs> brew the podcast, everybody. Um, I've only got little tasting glasses, so we only just do little bits of it, and then we drink them later. <laughs> Doug, have you managed to try it? The old IPA. No, no. I should go and see if we can get it in the Aldi's here because we have Aldi's here. Yeah, it's it's um I I absolutely love it. And I think it's it's a bit unremarkable. I don't I don't think anyone's gonna be going like, oh, this is a must have beer, but it's I just think yeah. it's really, really nice and sessionable. And I would very happily pick up a twelve pack, uh, if not more, every time I was in Aldi. It's a very summery beer. Yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Mm. Um yeah, Joe, um I'm throwing you in here because we've got the order slightly yes. wrong. Uh tell us about <laughs> free beer more to the point. Yeah, so talking about summary beers, because I think this one's a bit of a summary beer as well. Um, when Brewdog became officially the world's first carbon negative brewery, they brewed a double offset hazy IPA called Double or Nothing. Um, this is a marshmallow and pineapple hazy IPA, and it was exclusively made for EFPs, and you get a full pack free. Um, I think it's currently sold out on the website and it caused a bit of a fuss. Free? And it's free. It is free. You have to be free. signed in. I think you have to be um, an EFP as well. You have to be an EFP. Yeah, you can only have one four pack for free. Um, but when it's available, it's not currently available. Having a look on the website now. And it broke the website. Um, it took me about a week to get mine, but I've had it and it is quite delicious. It's a very it's- sweet beer. It broke the website for about four hours this time, which, uh, I mean, that's an improvement. (laughs) Not a whole day. Yeah, I mean. Oh, yeah. I would say say it's a a very Marmite beer, actually. Oh, did you not like it? No, see, I love the smell. For me, it smelled Mm. like Chewits, which I loved. Right, that was exact. But then it doesn't taste like Chewits. It's got... So there's a lot of bitterness in it to counter the sweet. Um, yeah. So yeah, if you're not so into that, I normally don't really like bit, uh, bitter beers, but I quite liked it. Look, do you know what chewits are? <laughs> are they marathon bars? No, no. <laughs> Let's not go. No, that. it's um, um like uh, Starburst. Yeah, like Star. Yeah. Uh, right. Okay. Like Starburst. You know what Starburst are? <laughs> yes, they have Starburst oh. over there. 
Quick, let's keep asking the American if he knows what British things are, because that's that's a great podcast. Yeah, what Percy pigs are. Um, yeah, excellent. Uh, and also, <laughs> coincidentally, and it, I, I do honestly believe it's coincidentally, and there's conspiracy theories, I'll say no, it's not at all. But coincidentally, the delivery price went up at the same time as that free beer came out. So where um, a year ago we were paying four ninety five delivery, they put it up to five ninety five. It's now six ninety five for delivery. Uh, they did a comparison with everybody else selling beer online, and that does seem to be in the mid to upper end. Um, it is what it is, but we're getting deliveries via uh, DPD now, um, which is great. And once we get through this incredible backlog that they've been working through, so throughout twenty twenty one, it should. Cross fingers be you order at lunchtime and you get it the next day. So swings and roundabouts on that one. Um, Joe, back to you um, on you the can. on the hype beer. Ah, yes. A little bit of Overworks news for you. So they have announced that um, they are creating a beer, or it is going to be available, called Hocus Focus, which is a take on Hocus Pocus, but this time they are using blueberries and it's aged in spay whiskey casks for 12 months. This one's clocking in at 11.3%, so it's a big one, and there's supposed to be flavours of rich cocoa, coffee and dark chocolate balanced by sweetness of the blueberries for a long, dry, slightly tart finish. I'll tell you when I drink it. (laughs) Whether I agree with that. Um, Go on. I was going to do a joke about <laughs> tart. Then no, carry on. Right. Okay. We'll leave that there. Uh, park that. Um, uh, also has been announced Old World IPA, which is going to be a breaded India pale ale. Um, it uses just East Kent Goldings. I wonder if they got them from near me because that's where I am. So they can come and get my hops, but they can't give me a bar. Anyway. Um, and it is finished in <laughs> oak like hops. Yeah. Yes, I am. Uh, East Kent Goldings give you earthiness. Uh, <laughs> it's finished in oak folders for 14 weeks, and it is supposed to have notes of apricot and honey with a chewy, juicy mouthfeel and a dry finish. That sounds quite delicious. Might mm-hmm. have to try that one. And then the next time we have an interview with James, I'm going to quiz him about where he gets his East Kent Golding hops from. <laughs> I Fair enough. Uh, Tamsin, go for it. Yep. So, allegedly, Bottle Shop is returning to the website with a special promotion in January. Now, I'm trying to sound excited. Well, Joanne's excited. She just did it. I'm excited. Joanne's excited. I'm excited. The audio listeners won't see the dance that you just did. (laughs) But do you remember about... I might be mixing up time. It feels like six months ago. Sometime in lockdown, there was a bottle shop and we went on and it was a bit disappointing. It, it wasn't was, yeah. It wasn't the bottle shop that we all know and love. So high hopes, but we'll, we'll see what happens. See, now I'm scared though, because they're saying that with the overwork stuff, they're going to put out a mixed four pack um, like this week. Um and then I'm scared. Do I wait until Bottle Shop opens, or do I buy it straight away? Hmm. No, what do I do? What do charge. I do? No, right. Yeah, I should box. wait. Duncan yeah. not shaking his head more. Than <laughs> I know. It's like, don't do it. Idea. You'll miss it. Don't do it. Don't wait. Never wait. <laughs> That's why I have a beer locker. <laughs> However, yeah. Well, yeah, but I haven't got a beer locker. Yeah. And um, 
and I've also got a um, AGM refund to use. So <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> uh, happy Christmas, Doug. Happy Christmas is back in the UK and the US. Um, I can read my notes here in the dark darkness of my my recording studio. Uh, buckle up for the seasonal Simcoe sleigh ride. Ooh. Ooh. A fruity, festive fellow that delivers an all-out blitzen of citrus flavor by the sackload. Citrus and tropical fruits on the red nose, tangy citrus, papaya, and pineapple dancer across the palate, all resting on a firm, malty undercarriage. A happy but bitter end awaits. I mean, the... The copywriters at Brewdog, they're on it, aren't they? I mean, is there a frustrated novelist in there? In there? <laughs> um, so. I'm getting out. Slightly concerned about the multi, uh, the multi undercarriage myself. Yeah. But. <laughs> I haven't, um, I haven't tried the the this year's Hoppy Christmas yet. I've got, I've got four cans in the fridge. Have you anyone else tried it yet? No. So is this different from Hoppy Christmas of? Past yeah, there was there was about year. was it two or three years ago? There was yeah. one that was. You know was what I mean. Like, Oh. Yeah, it, it was it was ex, it was expensive. Sorry, it was expensive. It was it was a much higher ABV. I think it was coming in about seven point two or so. It was, it was up with Jackhammer, mm. um, and uh, it was lovely. And then they rebrewed it a bit more sessionable. I think it was four point five. But it's different every year, and uh, it's seasonal. So that's why I was kind of thinking, mm, okay. I wonder how this year's batches. So I guess we'll find. I've got out. some mistletoe mafia waiting for me. Oh. I've got that Ooh. stashed away. Oh, that'd be nice with a bit of lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know where that was going. Sorry. <laughs> okay. You're not a fan. You're not a fan. It's very. It's, it's like an ale. Right. It's a well, I hate hoppy Christmas. I hate hops. So. You hate hops. What I got. Hold on. You hate hops. <laughs> and you're on. No. I hate. You know what? I hate, dogs just, no, let us get this right. I get. I hate the when they use too much hops in the in the wet stage, the beginning one. The Dry hopping fine on the hot side. On the know. hot side. No, I think you should do hot a... side. Thank you. Do you know what? Uh-huh. I've actually made beer. This is terrible. <laughs> on the hot side. Yeah, but you made a stout, so there wasn't yeah, that made, many hops. Did and, and so I'm very up on those. <laughs> Um, NHS staff, if you are in the UK and you are an NHS staff, uh, just a little public service announcement here. Do remember that if you use your NHS login um, for BrewDog Now, your email should say for BrewDog Now, you get 50% discount. Take advantage of it. Uh, Anyone who's working in the health service at all right now, no matter what level, uh, you definitely deserve 50% off because, blimey O'Reilly, I... I would not like to be working for the NHS right now at this at this time. Um, Doug, um, this is your chance to shine. We were talking about Hawks earlier on. So, yes, Hawks Cider in the USA is now available in 24 states, which is pretty exciting. Um, I'll say it again. The liquor laws in the United States are insane. Yep. Um, but, uh, yeah, now you can get Hawks in 24 states and then... Because of the labeling Urban Orchard, which is the main beer um, that they make, they have to change the name on it. So if you track them down on social media, you can suggest new names for the Urban or- Urban Orchard Cider for Hawks for yeah. the release in the U.S. Have you any ideas what Urban Orchard is in America? I presume there's a copyright issue. Have you had come across it? Um, yeah, I've seen it. It might actually be the name of a cidery. All oh, right, yeah, mm-hmm. which would make sense. I yeah, think. it's it's actually the name of the place, I believe. 
Oh, well, that's good. The Brewdog aren't trying to sue them for a change. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think we mentioned before um, the Doghouse um, big new hotel is opening above uh, the second Manchester bar in Piccadilly Gardens in Manchester. Um, Doghouse doing extremely well as a as a brand just now. After the Time Time Magazine said it was one of the best places to go in America, uh, they've won an award here in the UK. We'll we'll cover that on the next podcast. Uh, for the for the ones just above um, Brewdog Castlegate, um, so yeah, really exciting for what's happening with Doghouse. Uh, Tamsin out of the corner. Too my soon, eye. too soon, Rob. Oh yeah, you she just was told to me. Be, supposed yes. to go. twice, twice. Yeah. I've been denied going. Thanks. Just for listeners, just for listeners who haven't been aware, through this entire <laughs> pandemic, literally any time that Tamsin makes a plan for a few weeks out, something <laughs> comes along with tears and restrictions that ruins it. Yeah. And and what was it you said today? You said something about they better not screw up my Christmas dinner plans. And I'm thinking, well, that's okay. <laughs> I know, well, but I'm go. just waiting for it. I'll get to I'll get Poor to Tamsin eventually. Tamsin, I was going to give this one to Joe, but that would have just been mean. All will become clear. <laughs> Go on. Yeah, so they've released uh, a new product online called Beer School Online. So what you do is you pre-order a 12-pack of beer from the shop, and um, you will get an invite to the online beer school where there's going to be videos and quizzes and things so you can drink your beer along with experts um and i imagine there'll be usual brew dog shenanigans as well um yeah so that's come out i mean it's only got one stout in it which is you know a travesty but apart from that it looks like a great thing to do at home yeah brew dog are doing a lot in the way of stouts at the moment uh by the rate that nope. they're trying to install equipment up at uh, ellen um Having to get delivered the police escort, things are that big for their brewing equipment. Uh, yeah, I think it's it's fair to say that uh, stouts are on the highest on their list of priorities right now. Um, but yeah, so um, if you do want to get involved in a beer school right now, <laughs> anybody here any ideas how they could do that? No, do you no. Want to- you could do one. So I've got some uh, at my beer school, Love Beer Learning. You could come and buy an online beer school voucher for fifteen pounds. Uh, that will you can bring whatever beer you like, and I will teach you professional beer tasting uh, techniques, and I will talk you through hops, malts, and fermentation flavors, so you know exactly what you're tasting in your favorite beers. Come join me at Love Beer Learning. <laughs> it's fun. Ask are Rob. You, are you reading off that off something? No. <laughs> Oh, okay. All right. You were just looking at us. I was thinking, is she reading this? It's her thing. Does She's she just got her reach down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I've mentioned it before, and I'm more than happy to give Joe as many plugs on this as she needs. Well, or sort of. Uh, because, yeah, it's absolutely <laughs> great. And I'm really looking forward to um, I'm really looking forward to the one on Friday. So, yeah. Um, especially because now we're in tier three and I can't go to the pubs. So, you know. <laughs> Imperial Stout lesson. Here we come. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you'll learn the difference between uh, wet hopping and dry Wet hopping is not a thing. <laughs> you'll actually find out what I'm going on about. <laughs> well, when they say wet hopping, it actually means green hopping, green hop beer. So oh, I've started her off there. <laughs> Sorry. 
<laughs> um, if you've got questions and answers, just like Tamsin gets from Joanne, then um, yeah, they, they, we did a and a We did an interview with James, uh, just a little plug for our own podcast here. Um, again, we've had a really, really good feedback, probably the best feedback we've had on a podcast this year. Um, we have a really good chat with James. Tamsin puts a lot of uh, more tougher sustainability questions to him. Uh, and I don't let James off the hook too lightly either. Um, and we, you can both basically both watch me and Tamsin go bright red as we try and squeeze out as many <laughs> flaming questions as we can in 30 minutes when we really no, are under the clock. So No blinking, basically. <laughs> yeah, that was really good. Uh, and the last thing to tell you about means I'm going to have to go over to my... Oh, well, that means I'm going to have to get out of my seat. Oh, God. Oh, no, You're you didn't see. plan got, this very well. I've got no trousers. Oh. <laughs> We were supposed to wear pants. <laughs> if you're standing up, you have to. Well, I'm sitting, so I'm okay. That's your fine. Video Tell viewers. them I your t-shirt, Doug. What, Video viewers got a there? treat there. Oh, oh nice. <laughs> it's Bill Murray as Ralphie. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, yeah, I mentioned this on the last podcast, but um, Craft Beer for the Geeks came out. Um, this copy is my copy now after um, a friend's dog called Orlando. Oh, came no. and co- <laughs> he came and customised it for me. So um, he got it off the shelf and did that. So wow. Black Labs. There you go. Uh, but no, he's a good boy. Uh, so yeah, I'll be keeping this one. But the other copy that you can see on the shelf behind me, that will be going out to one of our Patreon supporters this week. Breedognews.com forward slash. No, hold on. Patreon.com forward slash News. Um, it's as little as a pound if you want to get on our Patreon, and you can uh, then therefore support us doing that, and you might win a copy of this. Um, right, that is it. We're done with 15 stories in 15 minutes. Well done, everybody. Woo! <laughs> that was about 25, never mind. Um, <laughs> Joe, you know what to do. Um, so as we are heading towards the festive season, What's the best Christmas gift you can get for a person who has everything? Go on. Uh, a burglar alarm. <laughs> <laughs> I got a laugh on that one. Yeah, you did. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm putting that straight on my work WhatsApp crappy joke chat. That's going straight on there. So these two guys walk into a bar. The third one ducked. <laughs> No. I think Doug gets to take this over. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Because yours was actually funny. But... I'm ending this now. <laughs> no, I have to I have to tell everyone to watch the video because you've got some sort of demon wolf going on behind you. <laughs> the way the light is bouncing <laughs> off the dim calendar, and I think it's coming to get me. <laughs> How many drinks I mean? have you had tonight, Jansen? Yeah. Yeah, not enough. You need to do calendar already. I have. I've been very much enjoying the gin calendar. <laughs> Tamsin, if people want to tell you uh, gin recipes, where where can they get hold of you? How can people reach you? I'm on the forum as Tamsin and on Twitter as xtamsinx, and I think that's probably everywhere else as well. Awesome, Doug. What about yourself? Uh, I'm Doug in a pub almost everywhere except on the forum where I'm just Doug Johnson. Fair enough. You're not dug in a pub today, though. Dug in a home. No, I'm dug in a, dug in a bedroom. Dug in a bedroom. <laughs> uh, Joanne, without plugging your podcast, do you think you can tell us where people can contact you? So on the forum, I am a woman's brew. I am also a woman's brew on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And I am also Love Beer Learning on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. 
Excellent. Uh, I'm Sunscream on Twitter and Sunscream and the forums and on Sunscream. I can't even speak. I've had a jackhammer. <laughs> Not even going to try anymore. Uh, that's us for. Uh, see, you can't even do that bit. Uh, email us studio at Breedog News Podcast, Facebook.com forward slash Breedog News Podcast. Our Twitter is at Breedog News. Our Instagram is Breedog News Podcast. Show notes, past episodes, always available on our website at BreedogNewsPodcast.com. And please subscribe on YouTube and any other format, just so as you get the latest episode as soon as they're available. We'll promise not to spam you too much. Um, thanks to everybody. Have a great week and goodbye. Bye for now. Bye. 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 Bye.